Normally on the second day of field days, which of course is postponed this year, we'd be chatting to this man. His name is Ian Proudfoot. He's the global head of agribusiness for KPMG. Every year at field days, they release the uh, agribusiness agenda. But today, Ian, we find you sitting outside the Sinlay Dairy Plant or Dairy Factory at Dunsandal, having just had a rat test, waiting for the result. Hello, always good to chat. Oh, it's great to catch up. You released it without the fanfare of field days. It's interesting yep. that you've called it Let's Ensure We Catch the Opportunities Inherent in All Our Crises. Yeah, so we, we released it last night with uh, a group of contributors that had, had given up some time to partake and, and be involved and um, shared the report with them at an event in Auckland, so it was quite different. But really the report this year talks to you know a, a very confused situation in the industry there's some incredibly high highs you know prices are obviously really good we, we heard last week from soppy about two you know 52.2 billion in export revenues at unprecedented levels but some really low lows as well you know some big challenges the labor challenge some of the regulatory pressure that's still there the supply chain issues and um you know i suppose where, where the report gets to is you know, we've got to take control of the things that are in, in our control at the moment and really work hard in those areas. How much of this confusion is being driven by the government or is it mainly offshore influences? Um, I think, it, you know, a lot of the things the government are doing, we would have to be doing anyway because they would be, you know, our markets need it. You know, decarbonisation is not something the government's forcing us to do. It's something that our customers are saying is important if you want us to pay premium prices. But there are things the government are making more complex. And, you know, definitely when you look at the um, the, the labour issue, for instance, there, there, there are things there to give certainty. And one thing we heard time and time again is, you know, if, if I haven't got confidence I'm going to have labour, why am I going to invest in anything? So, you know, we do need to ensure we are ensuring that, you know, labour is available, that we're not trying to implement too many new sets of rules and regulations at any one time. But let's do things in a phased way. To, to get to where we need to get to. Well, when it comes to agriculture and the primary sector, the government does love rules and regulations. Look, I want to pick up on your comments, in Proudfoot, on decarbonisation. You say, unlike other sectors of the economy, which at best can aspire to net zero, the food and fibre sector has the potential to be climate positive. Do you know what, Ian? I put it to you that a lot of the sector is already climate positive, but it's just not getting recognition for it. No, and and I suppose key to that, Jamie, is if you're going to claim to be climate positive, it's about measuring and reporting it. And, you know, that's why in Heiwakakanoa, I was pleased to see the fact we are going to move towards farm-level measuring because I think that will enable farmers to get the credit for the work they're doing. And if you can can get that credit, that's going to be the opportunity to start to turn that into premiums that we get from the market. But, you know, really, realistically, if you think about, say, the the energy sector or the transport sector, the best they're ever going to be able to do is buy offsets to get to carbon, you know, net zero. We, we can actually become an industry that not only produces some of the world's best food, but provides some of the world's best ecosystem services to the people around the world and get paid for providing those services. So I see, a, you know, an aspiration of moving quickly towards a, a different climate outcome as being something that could drive huge value for the sector. Is there a conflict of interest here, though? And I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, but punitive carbon taxes on the food production sector in a time when the world's got a food crisis? 
I know that there's, there's definitely been some reaction internationally to what we're proposing in Haywaka Ekanoa, but um, I, I think from a perspective of um, that issue, we, we've got to have a pathway that's phased. And left, but the, the fact is, for the markets we sell to, doing nothing's not really the option we've got in front of us. We're, we're going to have to do something. We're going to have to be able to tell a story. So, as, as I look at it. Um, making sure we're, we're not loading all the cost up front, but we are phasing it over time is, is the right course for us to take. And finishing on a positive here, surely being in the business of food production is one of the best ones to be in at the moment in this muddled and crisis-ridden world. And that's what I said to the, the group that joined us for dinner last night. I think the opportunity in front of us is bigger than it's ever been, and being in the food industry is absolutely the right industry to be in. Um, not just here in New Zealand, but around the world. And therefore, our opportunity to do something in a transformational way, to grasp these opportunities in front of us, whether they're opportunities in thinking about how we use labour in a different way, whether it's around how we connect with our customers, whether it's about decarbonisation, as we've talked about, or, or doing some things you know, that we need to do for the next generation in the same way we've benefited from what the, the generation before did for us. Now's the time to to take advantage of the stronger results we're getting and actually create that future that that could be bigger and more prosperous and better for everybody. And on that positive note, we'll love you and leave you, Ian Proudford. Always good to catch up. You are the Global Head of Agribusiness for KPMG. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Jamie.